Hi everyone, and welcome back to All Kill, a K-pop podcast where we talk about all things K-pop and all things K-con. I'm Chris. And I'm Megan, and welcome back to episode one of our K-con retrospective, or I don't know what, but welcome back! Woo! We're back, guys. We're back. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So it's been almost a year since you guys have heard from us like probably like a year and like three months so let's be honest it's it's like a year um and yeah a lot has happened since we last spoke to you Uh uh-huh lots of big changes in the k-con sphere a lot of things just happening in the k-pop sphere uh and we're just back to talk about it all and it's just really exciting just doing this again I know. I'm super excited to talk about what happened last year. Um, And yeah, that's basically what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about our experiences attending KCON New York 2019 last year, with it now moving to New York City. Actually, New York. (laughs) Um, So that's going to be what primarily we talk about today. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time for us to start our lovely travel back to the past. Yes. So we'll take you back to the summer of 2019. Actually, wait, (laughs) way before that. Spring of 2019, when KCON announced that KCON New York would not be at the Prudential Center in New York, New Jersey anymore. Oh, no. This year, they were taking things up a notch, and KCON would henceforth be at the Javits Center and Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Look Look at us. Did we ever think we would get here? Did we think we would be here by now? No, we did not. I mean, you guys heard us last year. We did not think that was at all going to be possible. And to be quite honest, when it was announced that it was going to be at uh, Madison Square Garden of Javits Center, it sent us into kind of a tailspin. Um, It really sent everyone into a tailspin. We are part of a few groups, and everyone was a little surprised. There were rumors floating around for the past few years that somehow it was going to move to New York, but just... How fast it kind of happened was surprising. And, of course, a lot of people were having certain concerns over things. Um, But it went on. And Mm -hmm. at least for this episode, we're not going to really focus on things that were done well, things that could be better in the future. Um, We're just going to really focus on our experience there and the things we did, the super awesome things we did. Oh my God. So let's just start with day zero, which was Friday. When, I don't even remember when KCON was. It happened so long. It was Friday. It was Friday. We got, I think we got into the city on Friday, on Friday in that morning. It definitely Um, was, you know how I remember it. I remember it because I was live streaming produce X one Oh one on the train. Oh Yeah. Yeah, that was the concept evaluations, and we were trying to, like, huddle on the train, people were probably looking at us like, what the hell? Oh, my God. But no, so Friday, which stayed the same for the most part, that's the day that if you listen to our uh, podcasts last year, on the day you could go pick up any engagement passes and get all of your stuff before the actual convention starts, so hence day zero. Yes. Um, And on that day, much like many others who were going to be attending KCON, we kind of very much um, like walked around like we were a bunch of lost puppies trying to figure out where the hell we had to go. Um. Oh yeah. They, 
I, I will not put any critiques right now, but I'm going to write that down to remind myself for next the next episode. episode, but next episode, next episode. Yeah. Um, we got in line to check in. We made some friends, which we always do. Um, and when it was time, we all went in through the main door of the Javits Center, walked down, uh, went down the escalators after going through a security check, and we got our benefits. And just like every other year in the past, your girls, Madness. Your girls sat down and we got our stuff working, dude. That was record time. Well, let, let's uh, pre- preface this by saying this. Um, this year was a little wonky with how we did KCON. I actually only went to one day of KCON last mm-hmm. year because my family got Hamilton tickets on Sunday. Yes. So, sorry, KCON, but Hamilton takes precedent. So, I actually did not get any benefits engagements this year. I only did the convention ticket. Chris was the only one who got engagements and also attended both days of the con or convention one day of the concert. Yeah. So we definitely didn't have as much to do this first day. And, no. but, but for trading wise, I mean, this was 30 seconds. It was, it was so fast because the girl who we met in line, um, Essentially, she didn't want the one group that I wanted for my high touch, and sh- she wanted basically every other group that was attending. So, very simple trade. Um, that was it. That was great. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. And then we sort of went with her and did all her trades because she had a lot more benefits than we did. And we banged it out. And we were probably done within about an hour to maybe two hours after we got our stuff. Definitely closer to an hour. And that was mainly because we were just hanging out with her. Um, you did have an extra audience that we were just kind of seeing if anybody would trade for, but no big yeah. deal if didn't trade, did trade. So, yeah. I don't even remember who we were trying for with that audience. I was tra- trying to get Eyes One. So, oh, yeah. What it was. Yeah. So, for me last year, yeah, I had bought a convention um, package, but I really was only interested in high-touching New East. If they did have one, they didn't end up having one. So I sold my uh, package to somebody else. But with Chris's extra audience, I thought, you know, if anybody's willing to trade something for eyes one, I'd be open for it, but not a heartbreaker if I didn't. They're kind of a group that I did enjoy, but, you know, I didn't need, nor did I think they were kind of worth the whole in benefits package that like made sense. So I was like, if somebody wants to sell it for a good price, I'm in, but if not, no thanks, which is a good thing. Cause I saw on Twitter, someone was like, I will pay like $300. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God. No, thanks. No. So yeah, I, honestly, that was just wild. It like 30 seconds done. So yeah. um, I can't so- say the same for everyone else, but we no. were pretty lucky in that regard. No, there were there were a few people who we saw looked very panicked um, mm-hmm. and would do the circle five or six times around and around trying to get what they wanted. And it was very nice this particular year not really having to worry about it mm-hmm. um, because we like as long as I got my one thing, we really were just like everything else was kind of gravy on top of it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how our first day, day zero, went for us. Um, we didn't go to Club KCON. Like, we pretty much never go in a year. Um, I had bought the pass, but I didn't go because I never go. Um, I need to stop buying it. 
I need to stop buying that pass. Next next time, if you guys hear me talking about buying a Club KCON pass, just, like, message no. me on Twitter and be like, just, no, no, Chris, no. <laughs> um, and then we went and we got barbecue. Oh, yeah. All-you-can-eat barbecue, baby. <sighs> so good. So good. So good. And then, so, day one, Saturday. Oh so, before we talk about day one, let's just go over the Javits Center in general. Again, no critiques, but just so no. you guys have an idea of how the layout was. Because this is where it's different from the Prudential Center. So, if you've been to KCON New York at Prudential Center, everything is on the streets. They have... yeah blocks blocked off everything's mm-hmm. just out in the open in the july and june heat yeah Jackson. it's esen- it's essentially it's on the road or it's in the various like pay for parking areas around the javits center yeah. it's hot mm. it's hot mm-hmm. javits center is a little bit of an upgrade so javits center just holds the convention just the convention not the concert it's all indoors all air conditioning all indoor plumbing Snaps. We stand. We stand the Javits Center. Oh my God. It was honestly such a great change. Yeah. Um, so the way the Javits Center is, is when you walk in the main gates, let's call it level two. Because that's really what it is. There's a level two that you're on. To get yeah. to all of the different parts of the convention, you have to go down stairs or escalators. Mm-hmm. And Every part of the convention is in kind of a different section that you have to go down a different escalator for. So if you want to go to, like, the convention with the booths, that's one escalator. If you want to go down to the panels, that's a different one. And engagements, a different one. Mm-hmm. So just kind of imagine you're going up and down, up and down. But picture, again, picture like, just a board game of shoots and ladders, and that's essentially what you have to do that day. It is. Or if it's, like, you're just perusing through the mall and you just can't decide what store you want to go to. So you're on the second floor, first floor. Um, you never go to, I don't even know if there's a third floor. I think there is, but we, we don't know. You're basically on kind of the main yeah. level or the bottom. Basement. Yeah. Cause the third floor, the, the third floor was where everyone was lining up for the day. The second floor was like that main concourse level where they had like the charging stations. Okay. And then the first floor was like where the artist engagements and like the convention was. So that's kind of like the tears. Yep. So just to give you an idea, I'm sure there's pictures somewhere, but definitely if you're interested in going next year, just get an idea of what the layout looks like. Yeah, and it's completely see-through. Um, like when you are yeah, walking by the Javits Center, you can totally see through the glass and see everything going on. So it's fairly easy for you to get an idea of how to navigate the space. Yep. And again, we will talk more about this in the next episode about things that went well, what didn't. Yeah. Um, so let's just move on to we are in the space. Yes. Um, do we want to so talk we about get... the line? Yeah. So we're going to okay. briefly mention the line. We're going to go more in detail about the line in the next episode because it's part of our critiques. Um, but there was a very long line to get in at the beginning of the day. Um, and because I have a particular ADA concern, um, and I can't really stand for that long in line in like one solitary place. Otherwise, I will pass out um, <laughs> or my legs will fall off, whatever. Um, we got down into the uh, into the convention floor pretty quickly mm-hmm. after speaking with a security guard. Um, but we'll go more into detail about exactly what happened later. Yeah. Um, and then once we were inside the convention center, it was 
amazing. It was all set up inside and it was like, there's booths and there's air conditioning and there's lighting and there's bathrooms and it's fantastic because it's so different from what we're used to. Talk about like the bathrooms with actual like working water. It's fantastic. And like water fountains. Water fountains. Water fountains. Not all of them were like good. Some of them were like you hit the button and the water just is like spitting out. But you know what? You know, you we're just not find another water fountain. It's fine. We're not we're not gonna we're not gonna be beggars or choosers in this situation. Oh no, no, no. It it no. will be great. So, so we have a lot to talk about and we're gonna try and get this all done within about an hour. So we have to keep the keep the pace moving. Yes. Um so let's go on with really the first thing that happened. So Yes. So we you... Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so if you listen to our other K uh, KCON podcasts uh, we've talked about the Toyota booth many times. And in the past, the Toyota booth has always been kind of like the thing you get the best stuff with. So first thing we did was, of course, go to the Toyota booth. Oh, yeah. So that, right, that was the first thing we did. We, like, jumped right on that line. Yeah, we we literally were like, oh, there's, like, zero line at the Toyota booth. Why don't we just walk right over there? Mm-hmm. So let me, I don't even know if I can remember this. So... The first part of the Toyota booth, Toyota booth always has a lot of giveaways. So that's really the reason you want to go. So there was the like the luggage part, tag. That was, was the luggage tag attached to the other it thing? Was, it was like the, it was like the survey and then there was the luggage yeah. tag and then you had to go into the car and mm-hmm. then while they were printing your luggage tag, you could like play with buttons. Right. Inside so the car. Yeah. So with the Toyota booth, you have to fill out a survey and it basically just asks you questions just so Toyota can send you marketing and stuff. Once you do that, you do like this luggage tag, you design your little luggage tag and it, you, know, you can actually get it, which is kind of cool. After I didn't, I didn't get mine either. Honestly, I think I designed it and then we forgot. <laughs> well, um, we got, we got a little caught up in something that we're going to tell you about in a sec. Very exciting. <laughs> um, so what ended up happening was you go into kind of the second part of the line, which after you fill out the survey, you wait in this line to like get into one of Toyota's new cars and you're not like driving it this time around. It's you're in an indoor convention. So it's kind of just parked there. And we got in, Chris got in on the driver's side. I was in the passenger side and they just were like, and we're like seeming like we're having a good time because they're playing K-pop music. They're here. They're like, I don't know, just play with this car. So we're just looking around and we're like, I don't know. Inside, I don't know. This is a theory of mine. I don't even know if it's true. Inside the car, there's like a little piano, like an electric piano. I don't know why this is in the car, but I start pressing buttons and it started making noises. And the reason I did this was because I saw somebody ahead of us do it. And then this guy looked like they gave him something. So I'm like, oh, that might be a giveaway. I'm just pressing random buttons. I don't know what I'm doing. Then all of a sudden... (laughs) Was it your side or my side, this guy? It was my side. It was my side. The guy, like, popped in. He was, like, the head of the entire booth area. And he just goes, he just goes, do you guys like the boys? And we're like, I mean, yeah. Sure. It honestly was so I didn't, like, even think about the fact that the boys were, like, a group. I just thought that he just meant the boys in general. And we're like, sure, we like boys. (laughs) And then he just goes, stay here. 
and then hands us these two pieces of paper and we want to meet and greet with the boys. <laughs> want to meet and greet with the boys. We don't know exactly what the hell we did. Some people no. in this car didn't get it. Some people did, but all my theory, my theory is that it was very fast approaching the time where this was going to be happening. That is also true. And they just had to give away the passes so that way they had enough people to make it look like it was this big thing because at exactly. this point there was still a huge line outside and not a lot yeah. of people had gotten in. And they had this this thing scheduled. One of the first things that... Yeah, so I'm guessing we were just one of the few people who got to get into the car at that early point in the morning. And And maybe we hit a special button. I'm telling you, it's something with the buttons. There's no reason for this electric piano to be, like, plugged into this car unless they had something to do with it. I don't know. Maybe it, like, controlled the features of the car. I don't know. That'd be cool. But long story short, the first thing that happens to kick off for us is we meet we win meet and greet passes with the boys and the, which the includes a photo which includes a photo and the so, girls around us were all freaking out and you and me aren't like the biggest boys fans we just like saw them in korea when we were there so like everyone else was freaking out around us and we're just like it's gonna be fun hell yeah i mean anytime we get a chance to meet an idol we're gonna go ham anyway even if we don't know them as well we're gonna hype the frick up Oh, yeah. And, like, we went over to Kevin, and we were like, yo, we saw you in Korea. And he was like, yo, really? Yeah. So, once we got the passes, there was a time on it where we had to be back. And I don't... Did we even go anywhere? We didn't leave. We We literally just, like, went over into the other part of the line. Yeah. So, the way this was set up was the one part had, like, the car, and it was roped off. And then the other part that was roped off was this dance floor and a DJ station. So there was quite a few dance floors. So one of the dance floors was going. People were starting to come around. And you could kind of tell something was going to happen because a lot of staff members started showing up. Um, one of the MCs was there. And other staff members were telling us um, it's going to be groups of five. It was, it was like four five to, to five. Yeah, four to five. So we were only two. So we got in with a group of three. three it was girl- three girls who were all friends. Yeah, who, like all so, managed to get it together. I think then, they were just before us too. Yeah. Yep. So it was five. I got the picture right here. Um. So what happened was the boys came out on the dance floor. Everybody's freaking out. They're adorable. They answer some questions. They get real hyped. We honestly couldn't hear very well because yeah. there was a lot of screaming around us, and the speakers were facing away from us. So and we're old ladies and have bad hearing. That also is true. So right when they're done speaking, then they invite, we were the first group, us to go up. So we walk over to them. And like the girls and... in our group like pushed us forward. They, they Oh yeah, they were like, you guys first. They were like, we can't handle this. You guys got to go first. We're walking up, we're like, hey, hey. And oh my gosh, they were so cute. Yeah. So I'm just looking at the picture right now that we have. So we're off to the left side. We're oh, by like Kevin. Kevin, Hakmyon, whereby yeah. they're really cute. They're, you know, smiling and waving. And, like, so, we stand Hakmyon during his season of Produce 101. We, like, yeah. stand Hakmyon in this household, and, like, the fact that we got to see him, like, super up close and be like, yo, what's up? Yes. So, so they were hella tall now that I'm looking at this. Actually, no, wait, we're squatting. But anyway. We're, we're squatting <laughs> and also we're short, so. For yourself. I'm a good three inches taller than you. Anyway, this poor one, poor guy's getting blocked. But I'm just looking at this picture. That was basically the whole thing. And then we were ushered off to the side after collecting our stuff. And then we waited in this area until the boys went past again um, 
from security and then we like wave bye to them again and mm-hmm. that was it that was kind of the whole thing at the toyota booth so it, it was really quick like yeah. two minutes all together with the pictures and everything but again it was just really exciting meeting them up close so that yeah. was that was just so kind moral of like of the story moral of the everything. story get to the convention early get yeah. in the convention early and go straight to the Toyota booth because something is going to happen there super early in the morning. I'm sorry if you can hear my dog barking, but she's like freaking out. So that's okay. So that was the first thing we did. The rest of it's going to be a blur. Okay. So really after that, let's we talk like about, out. yeah, let's talk about how the convention was set up. So let's say there was five or six big booths. Yeah. Main attraction. So the Toyota booth was one of them. There was another big dance floor where they were doing uh, cover dances and uh, dance classes. Yeah, that was the all the way on the other side of the convention floor. Yeah. Then there was the stage, which I don't even remember what the, the main actual title like was. Like the KCON main the stage, stage, and that's where they had like the rookie stages and the interviews and all that stuff. Yep. Then there was the, what was the box called? The Kikon <laughs> Studio. It was just like, it was like a glass box a glass. literally in the middle of the convention, which like, whoever thought of that, that was a horrible <laughs> idea. Well, sorry. Sorry. I had to, I had to say that just right now, but it was a glass box in the middle of the convention where they would be recording these like videos that would go on to Kikon's like YouTube channel later. Um, and that's where all like the various artists would go in and record things. Um, and then on the other side of this, on the other side was like the M countdown stuff and then the yeah. star square. Yep. Um, and then all scattered throughout were other smaller booths. So there was like some travel agencies, some makeup booths. There was a few places that were selling albums. There were, what else was there? There was like McDonald's there was, like, was there. There yeah, was like McDonald's an ice cream place there and they were having like this like game thing and like, What's his face? Steven Lim from BuzzFeed was there yeah. for some reason. And like there was that traditional village area. Mm-hmm. There was like a bunch of tables set up for you to sit and eat. The food that apparently was there. Um we'll save that for later. As save well. that for later. Um and there was like a bunch of other like photo areas where you can go and take photos for various social media um, needs. Yeah. Um the and one we thing, just kind of, like, rotated through. Yeah. There was a ton of giveaways, like, every year. So, really between after we did the meet and greet, between when we were thinking about going to panels or something, just walk around, see who's giving away stuff. Some people have, like, the spinning wheel where you spin a wheel and you might land on, it could be a freebie. It could be some places we're giving out audience passes or high touches. Um, other places were, like, take a picture, put it on your Instagram, and, you know, you could win something yeah. we did one from one of the travel agencies where it's like win a round trip to korea so we did we lost <laughs> yeah we did not win a round trip to korea but we played the game anyway um so there was a lot to do i remember the uh, produce 101 kind of booth where they had circles of the top 31 trainees i believe it was and you could like pose with some of the uh the circle pictures of them so that was really cool and they be like were, yo these my boys these my boys um, which I wish I could go back and like just have like ten there more was, of them. But there was an area also over there where you can hold an M countdown trophy. Yes, there was and like that take a photo really like cool. you just won the top song of the week, which yeah. we didn't do, which we totally should have done. Sure. Next year. Next, next year. year. Next year. 
Um, um, and that's kind of, we kind of like cycle through because like KCON had this like bingo thing that they were doing that we were right. trying to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of after we got done doing a lot of our bingo stuff, um, one of our friends um, who may be coming on to the podcast later for some of our KCON series, um, Rose had actually won a spot at Star Square. Which, if you don't know what Scar- Star Square is, I am not talking very well today. Star Square. <laughs> it is, like, essentially this thing where they have the artists come and they'll do, like, a Q&A. And then they'll take some photos with some of the fans. And you can kind of... There's, like, barricades where you can kind of stand around and watch this whole thing happen. And essentially, in order to get Star Square, you have to buy a certain amount of merch. I believe yeah. it was $100 for a chance last year. So if you want it, there was essentially 10 Star Square op- opportunities. And not every opportunity meant that you were going to meet an idol. But in order to get all 10 opportunities, you would then have to spend $1,000 in merch. Which, like, God bless you if you're spending $10,000 in merch. Yeah, it's thousand, one of those. 10000 a thousand, not ten thousand. A thousand, yeah. It was one of those classic KCON things where it's like, you gotta pay to play. Um, but our friend did get it. So since she was doing it, we decided to hang out by Star Square because we saw them actually starting to set up the barricades, which again, if you see a barricade being set up, go. go. Don't d- go. Don't even care who it is. Just go. Because no, you never know who could who it could be. Yeah. So we spent like a half hour, 45 minutes just hanging out by Star Square. And as the barricades were being set up, more people were kind of coming. We were right in the front, right in the middle. And mainly we said we were going to do it so we could take pictures and record our friend who was going. Well, there was rumors it was going to be newest. Yeah. Somebody started a rumor it was going to be newest. And I was like, if this is the only chance I'm getting to see newest, I'm going. It wasn't. It was not. It was not newest. But pleasantly surprised, though, because this is the second group of the day we didn't know much about, but ended up falling in love with. And that was 80s. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was such a good experience. They were so cute. So I'm going to take the helm on this because there was a particular thing that happened with me with a particular member of 80s that I want to highlight. So we were pretty much front center on barricade for Mm -hmm. this 80s Star Square experience. Um, And essentially what happened was the entire area behind us slowly started to fill up with these girls who I guess knew 80s was coming because it was a bunch of 80s fans. And... (laughs) They just knew. They just knew. And I was tasked with filming for my friend, which I did a horrible job. And I am very sorry that I did a horrible job. Um, And so we see our friend. We wave. We go, oh, my God, hi. And um, so when 80s came out, we were like, oh, sweet. It's 80s. We don't know who they are. Um, We didn't know who they were back then. We had kind of an idea, but we weren't like... We were like, oh, this is like the big group that's attending KCON this year. Correct. That that wasn't like newest or seventeen. Awesome. Um, I'm watching and, the videos right now. Oh my god. And they're so cute. And so they come out. A lot of them stop kind of right in front of us, and we just start, you know, like chatting. Like, hey. We're like, so- we're like, just like, what up, dude? <laughs> Like, how are you doing? I did know the one at the time, Hong Joon. I did know Hong Joon. So he was always right in front of us. And yeah. just because that was kind of the middle and he was doing most of the talking. So he definitely. Oh, the other thing. 
one of the staff members gave us the AT's banner to hold. Oh, yes. That was, like, halfway through their interview, though. So, like, that's, uh, yeah. She, like, came over and she was like, hold this hold for this. the picture later. And they're like, like okay, okay. we'll do that. Okay. Um, so, they come over and um, Hongjun is talking a lot. And he is very flustered because I guess, like, English isn't, like, his strong suit. Um, he did and- such a good job, though. I know, and and at one point he, like, looks over to us for support because we're, like, the one, we're, like, the two people in the crowd who, like, aren't completely losing their minds, and I think either you or I just yell out, you're doing amazing, sweetie. We probably both did. That's such a thing we would do, though, and he did smiley, and I just get happy now. I wish I could go back. One of them. One of them, same. Yeah, same. And then, okay, the other thing that happened that was very specific to me. So the theme for Star Square this particular year was astrological signs. So they had the birth dates of everyone who was attending sorted by their astrological sign. I am a very proud Leo. Um, my birthday is August 8th, and it is the same day, same day as Sung Chol from Seventeen. Um, and apparently not knowing at the time, um, Minji from ATs was born on August 9th. And he was a Leo too. So at one point they're talking and they're like, everyone go by where your horoscope is. And he is the only Leo in the entire group. So he's directly across from me. I somehow ended up directly across from my horoscope and he somehow ended directly across from me. And I do the you know the two fingers at the eyes thing at him and he catches me and he's just like yo we're both leos <laughs> and then all of a sudden he just like starts doing like rar things and i'm like awesome rar we're leos we're awesome we're the lions um that's how he became, he became your bias yeah that's how he became my bias and we just like hung out and became friends and we slowly just interacted throughout the entire thing and it was real cute um so that happened. Wait, okay. So then they take pictures, right? They're taking pictures with the people who won the Star Square meet and greet. So they're like right next to them. Shout out to that one random dad. Do you yes! remember the one random the one dad? one random older dad who just was like fully there for it, but also like had no idea what was happening. Yeah, there was, you know, there's, there's the fans who are much younger. And then this dad is just there and he's rocking it, honestly. Props to him. But I just... I just remembered the dad. We're and all it like, was so, it was so dad. good. And yeah. then the photo happens, and we're holding up this banner for no apparent reason. Um, and they did take a picture with them yeah. facing the other way, right? Like, yeah, they took a, they took a photo with us holding the banner like behind them. Um, and then the thing is over, and the woman was like right in front of us, and then she just kind of leaves, and they were like, she and she's like, this is yours. And I was like, okay, so this is mine now. Um, so we I got just a banner. I just randomly got like a forty dollar ATs uh, banner for free. Those banners are expensive. Oh, yeah, but that was a really awesome experience. That again, we did not plan, but just no. happened to fall on maps, and I'm very glad it did. That's see, that's the benefit of going to KCON without like a set plan and just yeah. like hanging out at the convention all day. Yeah, an open mind. And again, we're people who are like, we have our bias groups, 
but you could put me in a room that's actually kind of creepy you can put and I don't, how do i say this i'm open to meeting any idol so you, i don't you, care if they're it, big you're small, you're here for whatever. any and all representation of whatever kind i am and you know there's two groups that i didn't really know beforehand but i was a fan of leaving so yay yes um so besides doing all our lovely things with our idols um we also got to attend some panels and the one panel in particular that we attended was the k-pop debate with our lovely friends um ysg your sweet guys alana and peggy um and that was super fun it was so much fun we were we were in the first group who went up and we lost horribly Oh yeah, we did not do a very good job on the we panel. Crashed I thought we and burned. I think we would have done well if we had gone on, up against any other group, but the other group, she was just too powerful. No, 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 no. You weren't in the room for when the dude did his rap battle for the second. No, I was not. I was not. And it was it was just magical. Like we met this guy back at our very first K-pop concert and I we like met him randomly on like the train platform, but it was just another level of amazing. And they were up against each other in the finals and it was so good. Oh my God. So that was just a really fun time. And we got to hang out with Lana and Peggy a little bit after the um, panel was over. And like, it was a fun time for all. Yeah. We kind of dipped in and out of a few other panels, but mainly we wanted to spend our time at the convention. Yeah. Um, but if there's a panel that interests you, always go. Yeah. Um, I went the next day by myself, um, just so that way we can wrap up the convention part of the entire, uh, conversation. I went the next day by myself. It was very strange for me because I've always had either Megan or our friend Emily with me at all times, no matter kind of where I went. Um, so that day... Again, arrived super early, got into the convention super early because of my ADA concern, Um, went around to the various booths looking for freebie stuff, and I was gifted with a very, very high touch at the very first booth that I went to. And it, it was legitimately 15 minutes from when it started. So I bolted over to where it was. Um, and that was kind of the beginning of when I got to experience some of the high touches that was going on at um, KCON that year. Um, for the ADA section, for those of you who are in also in need of it, it is at the very front of the high touch um, pit. So there are like two separate pits for the high, for the artist engagements. There's a artist engagement pit behind the high touch pit. And then the high touch pit is kind of right up against, there's like a good, maybe like 10 feet between you and the stage, but like you're essentially right up against the stage. And then the ADA section is right in front. So I'm right in front of the stage and I'm seeing very, very. And to be quite honest, I had no idea who they were yet again. But, you know, it was a fantastic experience. I, like, go up on stage and, like, I chat with the girl who was emceeing the event. And she had, like, this really cute dress. So I, like, I'm, like, yo, cute dress, where you get it? And she, like, told me where the dress was from. And, like, we became friends. And it was cool. And then I high-touched the boys and I run down. And, yeah, that was kind of the whole experience for Very Very. And then right after 
very, very was the G Idol High Touch, which was my goal at the at the beginning of KCON. So I was looking forward to this like mad hype. And so I go right back over and I say, hey, um, I have this ADA concern. Um, I need an area where I can sit down during the artist engagement. And the guy who's running the artist engagements for KCON, specifically KCON staff, not the venue staff, is like, oh, go sit over there. And then when it's time, we'll bring you in. So something happens. I'll talk about it in the critiques later. But I was brought in to where the high touch was, except it was only me. Um, the entire room was empty. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was in there for a solid like 15 minutes all by myself besides security and I sent photos to Megan just for proof and I was like yo I'm in here by myself it was really weird like seeing it empty I've never seen an engagement empty and it there was no one I was just like dancing to myself because they were playing Senorita every three minutes and I was just like and then like Yuna would come on screen and I'd be like yo Yuna so the artist engagement happened. Um, I lost my mind. And then I met G-Idol and I got to tell them that I was at their debut show- showcase and that like made my entire year. Yay! And then the rest of the convention, I went over, um, talked to the girl who won the overall um, debate thingy. You know, the girl with the really high voice from the debate. Hung out with her for like a solid hour. And then I hung out with YSG for the rest of the day because they were super nice and they adopted me um, when I was homeless, Uh, (laughs) which is what I call myself when I have no friends to go through the convention. I was homeless for the day. So they were super nice to me and I very much appreciate it. And you guys were awesome. And yeah, if you're listening, thank you. Yeah. And that is the convention. So we had a really great time. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll talk more about what we think could be better next episode, but let's move on to the concert. So, Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've never been to Madison Square Garden, it's very similar to the Prudential Center in the yeah. way it's set up. Size a little bigger, but overall, if you've been to the Prudential Center, you've been to Madison Square Garden, just in different places, obviously. Um, so I didn't go to the concert because I just didn't feel like I needed to. So Chris is going to take the reins on this one because she went the second day for her girls and her boys. So, yes. So the, so when the convention was over, um, essentially once like four thirty, five o'clock hit, we all kind of disbanded and we went our separate ways. Um, Why did you I have think- to use that word? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Too Why soon. did you have too soon? Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Anyway, continue. Continue. Sorry, 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 sorry. We're still very upset from X1. Um anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um I grabbed some dinner at like a local five guys right next to where Madison Square Gardens was. Um I dropped off some of my stuff back at the hotel with my bags. Um and yeah once like 5 30 came around it was kind of like time for me to get in line to go inside um I went over to the side where I believed my section was um 
it was all in the sun, and we essentially just sat on the pavement outside of Madison Square Garden by this, like, random entrance on, like, a side road. Some dude, random story, but, like, some dude came up to me and was like, yo, my friend just, like, got into a taxi with my phone. Can I use your phone to um, call my friend? And I was like, nah. And I kept walking. So some dude tried to steal my phone. the right answer. The right answer. Yes. Girls, boys, whoever is listening, non-binary friends. If someone comes up to you, no matter where you are in the city, and says, hey, someone just ran away with my phone. Can I borrow your phone to get my phone back? Say no and walk away quickly. That's right. Safety tip from us to you. Um, so we wait outside on the pavement. I watch some YouTube videos and I keep to myself and I try and keep myself cool and not sunburned by using my bag as like an umbrella because I didn't have one because I'm stupid. Um, and eventually they let us in and we go through security and we walk up like this back staircase area up to where security is. And security was like a lot more lenient than Prudential was strangely which like doesn't make sense to me anyway um go to my seat make some friends with the guys I'm sat next to because I bought my ticket off this girl who was there the night prior um and yeah then the concert starts and some not so great stuff happens and I end up on the floor after my seat um and I see the what was it world-class boys they were there whatever happened to them um they debuted they did apparently i think the show like ended and like people it like they debuted and like for whatever reason it just got lost in the whole controversy with everything with produce 101 um but they were there and like they saw they like saw me like sobbing and I felt horrible because I thought that was actually like the the produce 101 boys and I was like oh no I was like you finished Suhan and like everyone's gonna see me crying and I can't I can't deal with this but then it was just the world-class boys and I was like but still I don't want to see anyone crying um so eventually I was brought up to this ADA section and that's where I see G Idol perform and they do all that jazz and it was real good um, and I see Seventeen perform, and I go full out for Seventeen. Full out. It was amazing. Um, they do Getting Closer, and they do um, Aju Nice. Never ending, their first never ending Aju Nice. The very first one they ever did was at KCON in New York, and they do Never Ending Aju Nice, and it was fantastic. Um, and there's, like, famous videos of them, like, going down the stairs to, like, go back inside, and they come back up, and it was amazing. And, yeah, then the concert was over, and I go back and get my stuff, and I go home. So that was kind of the concert. So that was the weekend. So let's say just overall experience, what would you say? Just Overall, I would say KCON 2019 was very different, but, but very mm-hmm. positive. Yeah. I think there were a lot of positive experiences we had, but that's very similar to every KCON I feel like we go to. We just kind of get into these wild situations, and it really makes the weekend for us. Without those experiences, I'm sure we would have, like, more negative things to say. But the convention, at least the part that I went to, 
you know, I had a really good time. And I'm sure the concert was great as well, if you enjoyed the artists that went. Um, so, yeah, I think next episode we'll talk more about this. But while we did enjoy it, there's many, many, many things that KCON yeah. can improve on, um, as they do every year. But we, again, we'll talk about that more next time. Yeah, and I think there's definitely criticisms that we're going to talk about next time in both the convention and the concert as well. Mm -hmm. Like, both facets always need improvements. Um, And I think even if something, like, in my opinion, I just went to 17th concert um, last week. And even there, there was still stuff that needed to be improved upon, even though it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. So nothing's ever perfect. There's always room for improvement. So that's something definitely that we're going to talk about next week, probably um, in our critis- like critiques and criticisms episode for KCON. And hopefully they listen to us and improve for it for this year because we are very much um, looking forward to it. So we will definitely be seeing you all next week. Yeah, so we'll see you next time. And again, this is Megan. And this is Chris. Go follow us at All Kill Podcast on Twitter. Yep. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.